What is freaking up? My name is Eve. My name is Sarah. And we are burnt out perfectionists. Why do right now I feel like I'm part of like an ASMR? Like, oh, I was gonna be like, and all the breaking news tonight at 6 p.m. It's not 6 p.m. It's 9:30 p.m. It's 9:30 p.m. We are wild past nine. <laughs> oh, so it'll shut us. Um, just for preface, for this point in time, um, I worked all day, so if I'm, I'm a little, little jagged, <laughs> that's fine. You might get a punchy version of both of us because last night I was up until 1.30 in the morning cleaning my house because my husband is the way at work for a week. So I've come to live with Eve with my child because this is where her school is. It's closest to where her school is. Yeah. So over the next couple of days, I'll probably not be getting much sleep. Oh, no. She has a cot. She's away. Hopefully, I It's a big cot. It's a big cot. Because the boys cops come Like, hopefully I don't beat the shit out of you because there's only one bed down here. Oh, yeah. But I usually get stuck against the wall and then you just push me against the wall more. I love you. This sounded really sexual. <laughs> you yeah. keep pushing me against the wall. Definitely, isn't it all? We'd like to reiterate, if this is your first time listening, that we are sisters. We are sisters. We stick together. Um, so, as of episode, I don't even know where we're at. We thought we would share some childhood memories. Oh, the history. So some of these memories will involve each other. Some of them will not, as Sarah is 5,000 years older than me. It's 15 years, bitch. 5,000. Um, so growing up, we were very... I don't even know how to describe our family. I don't know. We We weren't, like, traditional, and we didn't have... A lot of routines. We had certain routines for certain people in our family. But outside of that, I feel like weekends were kind of like a free-for-all. Yeah. And, like, when I was growing up, Sarah was at her time of, like, being an adult almost. Yep. Because, like, by the time I started kindergarten, you were already an adult. That is correct. So I'm starting. She's leaving. But, like, my number one favorite thing was summer rainstorms. (gasps) I love me some dancing in the rain. So whenever the place that we live during the summer, there is lots of rainstorms um, and it's like nice rain. Like it's like, my God, who sings that song? Feeling rain on your skin. The COVID club. That's unwritten by uh, Natasha Bedingfield. Um, yeah. So like in the summertime, we would pull out our wooden, I feel like I should preface it as wooden lawn chairs um, and sit when it was downpouring. So we have a chain link fence that divides us between us and our neighbors. And we would sit there and they would come out and laugh because there was like a solid like five people just chilling in the rain in lawn chairs. Sometimes in lawn chairs. Sometimes we were just like dancing and having fun. No, no, we were not dancing. We were frolicking. Yes. But it's like it gets so freaking hot here. And then it and then also like the clout. But it like rolls in for like a novelty amount of time where it's like. Some folks have to put up with it for, like, a whole fucking day or half a day. And it, like, rolls in for, like, 20, maybe 30 minutes. And it's, like, the biggest water droplets in the entire it world. It's And it's, like, so refreshing. And you're just, like, oh, this is so great. I always think of when I used to go to Flintstone Park. For somebody who was born in the uh, early 2000s, what is that? Okay, so it was literally a and like an amusement park based around the Flintstones. Why don't they have that? 
it was super fun and they had mini golf and stuff like that and like when it gets warm and it's really funny it's when it get when it becomes like summer and ironically when the rain hits the cement because it rains a lot in the lower mainland um that's like the first memory like i go mm, smells like like wet cement meaning yeah. rain hitting the cement and i'm like oh and that's like one of the memories that pops into my brain i like remember the shirt that i'm wearing which was this oversized it had um black and white nfl all of the nfl teams all over it like there are logos and then it had the tasmanian devil and i wasn't sure it was still around and it was there were some things that lasted for a very long time and then i wore like baggy shorts and i think i had like a baseball hat on the good thing that lasts forever is i still have um our dad's chicago bears sweater like our the crewnet. Oh yeah, that is the best. Which I think he got when he was twelve, something like that. I want to say he's twelve, and it was like the championship one. Which really funny thing is, like I like now that our dad's dead, um, I was like, oh, I really don't want to wreck it. So I would like search. I scoured the internet to find something close, and um, I went on Peace Collective, and they made almost the exact same one to a T. And then I was able to get it three sizes bigger because that is how large I like my sweaters. Well, you do, you want to like a baggy sweater, right? Like that one fits. It's like the universal sweater. It fits like everybody. It is, is great the, the traveling pants, but in a crew neck. A hundred percent. Oh, that reminds me of those Space Jam pajamas that Nana got me when Space Jam first came out. Like the original one. I had these purple, it was a t-shirt and shorts and it had lola bunny and bugs bunny on them and it was the softest fabric like when i got these i'm not even shitting you these pajamas i got back in oh i think it was 93 when the first space jam came out and i had these pajamas until i was like i don't really need these anymore and they were fully intact no holes the elastic band was totally fine everything give them to our next sister who's after me who's eight years younger and then they made their way to Eve. Oh, yeah. I love those, those pajamas. But the funny thing is, is that, like, Sarah was into Space Jam in the 90s. And, like, when the new one came out, no joke, her kid was fucking obsessed. Oh, yeah. She was completely obsessed because she loves, um, ever since she was, like, like, a year and a half, two years old, she said, oh, I'll be a basketball girl when I grow up. And I was oh, like, yeah, okay. Like, even from, like, kindergarten, like, you know, those cute signs that are, like, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I was like, what do you want to be? And she's like, a basketball girl. And I was like, okay, sick. How are you going to get there? She's like, I'm going to play basketball. So we have a basketball hoop. Um, One of my next memories was backyard fire pits. Oh. Which, like, they were very tamed. So, like, if I could put our family in one outfit, it would be Mac jackets. Which, if you don't know what a Mac jacket is, shame on you. Uh, it's like a plaid jacket where you see like lumberjacks wear them. I, I always describe, I call it a plaid blanket jacket just because it's like tufted and it has some warmth. Oh, yeah. We, we prefer the ones that have hoods. Oh, I love a hood. Yeah. And a zipper. I'm yeah. Go to the buttons. I fucking hate the snaps. They always tear. Oh, terrible. And then um, usually on the bottoms would be like some sort of like short. Because if you're wearing that big of a jacket, you have to even it out. Yeah. And then some sort of, like, graphic tee. And um, 
Nike slides. I'm not allowed to wear slides. Oh, yes. So this is a great time. So as I work in... Um, <laughs> and here's our PSA for the day. Um, I worked in... Um, at the, I work at the hospital, as I've said a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, and many times, Sarah has um, ate shit because she wore slides. And so I looked at her a couple summers ago. would have been two summers ago. I think it was when I ruled my ankle the last time and it was really bad. Like I couldn't move and I had to use crutches. No, it was after that. I let you wore them for a bit. I was like, it was during the bid. Because that was when um, it was after dad. So I think it would have been two years ago. Okay. And I looked at her and I said, you're no longer allowed to wear slides. Because I was going to buy new ones and mine smelled really bad. Yes, because it was a prime opportunity because I didn't want to waste a good slide. I would have taken them anyway. But um, I was like, no, you're not allowed to wear slides anymore. And it was like I broke her soul. She was like, but what else am I supposed to wear? I'm like, sandals that hold your foot. So I literally like, um, oh, this is funny because this like links back to like a solid memory that I have as a kid. Um, when I was little, we used to go to this like giant flea market. So flea markets were like huge back in like the nineties and stuff. Like I know they have them now, but they were like really bumping. Um, in the just outside of the town that I grew up in. And we used to go and every year I used to get the ones and they're like the um foamy black bottoms, and then you have like the strap that goes across your toe, and then the it's almost like one that lines up behind your toe goes straight up and then connects with the ankle one those and then sometimes it was like those were like embroidered straps and stuff like that 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 was like a routine as soon as it got hot like we would go and i would also buy like boxes of old archie comics i was obsessed with Archie comics. i'd find um sometimes like really random rare oh my god pogs do you know know what a pog is is it the thing that you like pop and it like shoots off the ground um, you can do it with what is called a slammer. So you would, it would, I never actually understood the game. I just kind of collected them. So, um, I used to pick up the ones all the time, like the Simpson ones. I actually still have all my books. Um, I had a ton of like the Simpson ones, um, the Batman Forever ones, um, stuff like that. So we would go and just like, not just accumulate like crap, like we would get stuff that we needed. Like I said, like the sandals, I would get t-shirts from there. Like, fun, like, music, concert t-shirts, NFL t-shirts, stuff like that. They were probably all, like, This was back when they were, like, affordable. Even the rip-offs now are, like, quite expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to say my sandals were maybe, like, $8. And they were brand fucking new. Come to- and that also leads me to the most convenient thing ever. House shoes versus outdoor shoes. So, I have, like, a pair of sneakers that I wear out. I have a pair of, like knockoff Sietra Birkenstocks from Costco that I wear out. Inside, I have slides for inside. Oh, yeah. I have slippers for inside that mm-hmm. I take off. I do not understand how people don't leave their, like, shoes at the door. I, I don't understand how that's, like, a different thing. Also, I clearly have, like, well, I have these, the the fluffy things. I have slippers. And I also, because, like, as we've established, I'm not the most coordinated individual at times. So, um, I also have laminate in my house that's older. And there are certain parts of it or certain things that children play with that make it extremely slippery, um, such as kinetic sand. And that is also banned in our house. Um, go on and it, like, creases film. 
and um yeah you kind of like just like slide so i try not to run around in socks unless they have like groupies on the bottom which i recently found out that old navy has groupie socks for adults and i almost just won't buy them oh see i have an issue with um fuzzy socks i know you don't like them that's a sensory thing yeah i just don't i my feet also get really hot like i can wear um the indigo reading socks Mm -hmm. down with those Right slippers. But, like, as soon as you slap on a fuzzy sock, my whole... I think it's because my nail, like, my toenails catch on, like, the tiny threads. And then I'm just getting way more <laughs> my issues with fuzzy socks. But, yeah, so we have a lot of shoes for different... All of the shoes. Um, growing up, a frequently thing that happened... Well, it changed as I got older. But when I was younger, so when I was born... We were like 15, 14 and a half, 15. Yeah. Automatically thought in their town that um, that I was Sarah's daughter. Okay. So I would like to preface this. That there was a very high teenage pregnancy population in the very small village that we lived in at that time. It wasn't even considered a town. And um, it was it was so prevalent, which like... There's no judgment here. It was so prevalent that the community decided to embrace that. And they um, added community to our high school name. And then what they did is they actually added a daycare on. So that way folks could still like go to school and stuff like that and make sure. So like um, it was always really interesting when I got my, we called them annuals. Every other normal school calls them a fucking yearbook. Um, You would get it and sometimes you would see like a parent holding their kid. And they would show like the individual pictures for the class and stuff like that. It was cute. I mean, it included everybody, which is nice. And I mean, pictures are were expensive as fuck to get at that time. But yeah, so everybody thought that Eve and um, our younger brother was a year and eleven days. So they're like Irish twins, um, and um, thought that they were my children. Which then, like, so pe- that keep that in mind. Like, people thought that I was her daughter. And then when I went into, like, grade, I think it was grade two. It was grade two, yeah. Um, One of Sarah's coworkers went up to her and was like, Sarah, like, there's this kid in my son's class, like, that looks so much like you. It's insane. And she's like, is her name Eve? She's like, yes. She goes, that's my little sister. And it, like, I haven't loved this woman forever. And I walked into Sarah's work and I was like, oh my God, it's so-and-so. Which is so funny, like all of those connections. But then, unfortunately, due to how we, we okay, so we look related. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes to kind of describe how we look, so you get like a feel for things. Um, Eve gets mistaken for me all the time. Which, um, the first time I ever went to the mall alone, which alone, first time. Um, I was wearing, like, Sarah and I dressed similar. You know, leggings, hoodies, t-shirts, comfortable, active wear. So, leisure wear. So, I'm walking around this mall. It's not a big mall. And I hear Sarah. I'm like, so weird. It's a common name in the place that we live. No, it's just common in the whole fucking world. And then this middle-aged man starts running towards me so i'm like maybe 16 first thought in my mind was kidnapper i'm gonna run 
And he kept screaming it all the way through. And so I called Sarah and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Who the hell is this person? It happens so frequently. It is so like um, Sarah had a nickname at her work and I'll hear it and I just like yell back, not Sarah. Oh, ironically, it was like Kobe Bryant because they kept hitting all the shots. Well, and then the the funny oh, thing is, is that um, Sarah has a friend who is a twin. Yeah. So I can tell the twins apart easily. I know which one's which. The twins can't tell us apart. So I like we if you did like a quick look, we kind of look alike. But Sarah's child has the same freckle markings as me. Yes. Has like the same eyebrows, the same hair color I had when I was younger. When you were younger, yes. And so everybody just goes, Sarah, it's be you. And so my whole life, every time I meet someone Sarah's met first, it's, oh my God, you look like Sarah's mini-me. Oh my God, are you Sarah's twin? Sarah's 14 and a half fucking years between us. And these people can't, it's like people have locked in their brain 20-year-old Sarah. Yeah. Which like 20-year-old Sarah, I will say like we did. I'm looking for 100%. That, that brings me to, like, a childhood memory. So when we used to live in a different area, and then we come to where we live now, um, where our aunt's lived since she was, like, 16 or 17 years old, and um, she works at a post office. So she would take me in when I'd come up during summer vacation, and I would get to help out and, like, sort packages and, like, help do fun stuff like that. And because um, it was, like, located in, like, a store. So we knew all the people who owned it and everything. So I got to help out, like, outside the store and do all these things and it was great because I got played it paid in um it was called Bubba Jug at the time Hubba Bubba it was bubble gum but it was almost like these like little pieces and it came in a little pink jug and you would pour it into your mouth and and then they had um I remember a big thing that I was collecting like one summer was um Kool-Aid sunglasses so if you bought so many packages of Kool-Aid, like the really thin packages that didn't come with the sugar in them, you could have the tabs. And then if you bought so many, like from one location, you could get these different sunglasses and they had different, like the arms of them were one color. The fronts were different. They were essentially Ray-Ban sunglass style. And I was like obsessed. I wanted to get every single color. And I got those. And then, oh yeah, I um another memory I have where we are here is I went and saw the Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, and I saw it in. It wasn't an IMAX theater, so it's the it's freaking. It it was the first one that had I think it was Dolby surround sound, and that I don't know it was THX, I think was the thing that they used to show. Oh the yeah the yeah that thing. Oh my god! I thought my chair was alive. I thought it was moving. When Ivan Ooze was flying through the air. I was like living my best life. I watched that movie now and I'm like, wow. A, I knew it was cheesy at the time and I did not care. B, the quality. And I don't know why I thought it would be better when it was on some sort of like, I think I watched it on Disney Plus or something or Paramount Plus. I put it on for Charlie and she loved it. And, um, but like it was cut differently because tvs were shaped different yeah so it was like up and down so they had like bars on the side and it was like kind of grainy and i was like i remember thinking that was like the best quality ever because it was totally different than the quality of the tv show what was your first movie you saw in the theater the little mermaid oh 
up where they walk, up where they run. I think Mindshark 2. So, Little Brothers was over the head. Um, another excellent, um, that, like, pretty much completes our childhood was The Castanet Travels. Oh, oh, yeah. So, Our Father, I feel like I'm starting our a prayer. heaven. <laughs> Literally, I was like, thy name. That kingdom comes. Um, Our Father literally would go on Castanet, find the random shit. If, like, I can't even think of any, like, what would be something that he, we would go, oh, the Chinese, what? The no, the Chinese sword, the dragon sword. Oh yeah. Okay, so this thing is the like ancient. No, it's like actually historic. I don't know why he wanted it. Um, so because it was cool. So, but it was like six. It's like five feet. It's huge. Oh yeah. So he like every time we would go, we would get in the truck and we would go on an adventure. It was supposed to be an adventure that takes thirty minutes. Ninety percent of the time took like five hours. Don't know if he just wanted to get out of the house or had an idea, but frequently it would happen in the winter. So where we lived, there's mountains. And every time we would go up to a high mountain in general, that was a little sketch. Our dad would look at me and go, if we start to slide, open the door and jump. Mind you, this has started since I was five. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, just jump out. I don't know who I was telling my friend this and then she was like, What are you talking about? And I'm like, Yeah, like if the like the emergency brake don't work, like yeah, hop out. Nobody knew about that. And I was like, Does nobody else go on a random travels to find magical things? No, I, I don't think a lot of people get well, there's people in different areas and stuff like this, but like we we would get wood for the fire fucking what is that thing called i'm staring at it right now it's a fireplace wood stove wood stove that was the word i was looking for thank you to like heat the house because it's cheaper than using electricity oh so it smells delicious oh yeah and they used to put stuff on top of it to like cook oh my god we um what is it the mountain man we were we were a mountain man's our dad would pull out the dutch oven and stick it on and make stew oh yeah i love it. i'm making stew or i'm making a roast right now it's really cock up the worst thing though is my like i live downstairs it would smell like beef stew for like a month. And I hate stew. Meanwhile, I come downstairs and I'm like, fuck yeah, it smells so good. It, it's funny that you bring stew up because there was a lot of times in my life where I would be given like a crock pot meal or something that dad made. And he would look at me and be like, I'd be like, what is this? He'd be like, just eat it. I'd be like, okay. And then I would find out it was like some random animal at the end. Like it was like rabbit. Or he, I, but it was never like, it's rabbit. It was never serious. It was like, ah, it's rabbit season. Talking about random food that dad would make, I would like to tell a story of the 15 pound lasagna. Oh, oh my God. I was talking about 15 pound lasagna yesterday. So frequently what would happen, it was like, it would always happen after Christmas. Yes. Um, Her dad would go into the freezer, find any ground meat that he could. Mm-hmm. Also, we would frequently freeze cheese. Because it's so much better. Oh my god, you could. So, fun fact you can freeze. Um, I buy cheese like when it's on sale too. So, I'll buy shredded cheese, sliced cheese. Um, I, I've never done it with a block, but that probably works. You can put it in the freezer. I only suggest six to eight months, nothing longer. Yeah. So, you can pile the stuff when it's on sale. You put it in. I have like a little container and you just keep it in the bags and it freezes and it's fucking great. You pull it out, it's exactly the same. And it also doesn't take up fridge space. Oh my god, yeah. So this was one of the times where he 
went into the freezer, the deep freeze, start pulling out the randomest meat. Like it was like ground beef. There's a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. He pulls out not one, not two, but five boxes of lasagna noodles. And he has like three bags of cheese. And I'm like, maybe he's just making a couple of lasagnas. So I like the generic like casserole, casserole dish. It's not like the porcelain ones, but like the metal ones. Oh, the metal, uh, like the turkey pan? Yeah, the turkey pan. Okay, so it's like black and it has like speckles of like gray and white on it. And then it has a lid. And it has handles. I don't know what the fuck you would call it. I call it a roasting pan. I think it is a roasting pan. Oh. Um, but he layered all of this. And I'm like, oh, this is so weird. This was the time where he also found the like biggest roasting pan I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. And he pulls it out of the oven. I'm like, oh. You put it all in one. He cuts out a slice. No joke. I think that one slice of lasagna could have fed the family for like two days. I'm a hell for lasagna. Oh my god, I want lasagna so bad right now. I feel like Garfield. It's Monday and I want lasagna. Oh, it's lasagna. But like frequently that would happen. And then another fun thing um, to do with newspapers and technology. So our dad had an iPad for a while. And I had, he was like, oh, can you hand me the newspaper? This man puts two fingers on the newspaper and goes, it's not zooming. What? He keeps trying to do it. And I'm like, it's newspaper. You can't zoom a newspaper. This wasn't like the flip app. This wasn't like, this was a paper newspaper. And he did it for like a solid, like five minutes, I'd say. Oh, my favorite thing about when I bottom that fucking ipad I, it was the first generation ipad he used it for 11 years but i remember when i gave it to him he's like what the fuck do i want with this i'm like well it's easier to use than a laptop you can casually use it and he was like i don't know what i'm gonna use this for and i was like i installed scrabble oh my god and that's when the scrabble addiction started and it was really funny because i came in like two weeks later and he's sitting there and i'm like hey and i'm like talking to him and he's like one sec one sec what's this word? And he was like trying to like figure out a word. And I started laughing. I'm like, I thought it was useless than you were going to use it. He's like, shut up. My God. My, so a funny note about like random things that, oh, um, when Sarah was pregnant with her child, she kindly came up and watched our miniature dash hound while we went to Disneyland. And Casey. And Casey. I forgot Casey was, was Casey still off? Oh, she was, but she was barely going. I was like, um, if she dies, I'm, I'm going to lose it. Oh, yeah. She was... My was like, Sarah was, was like seven months pregnant. She died in October. Oh. She died October 15th because I was in volleyball. Fucking... Which I can also lead to a story after that. Oh, yeah. Is I had a tournament in Nanaimo. Oh, my God. I... So Nanaimo is a city in Canada. If you were unaware, Canadians love a good Nanaimo bar. They're from Nanaimo. So we're getting in there and our sister, I'm like, God, I'm so excited to go to Nanaimo and get, like, maybe I can get, like, a, like a fresh Nanaimo bar. She looks at me and goes, Nanaimo bars are not from Nanaimo. They're from Africa. Not even a country. And she was, like, apparently very serious. I was not there, obviously. Oh, my God. I was, like, I just turned to look. Like, I'm in a, tr- like, we're in an F-150. And I just look at her like, I'm sorry, What? Our dad is trying so hard not to piss himself laughing. Our mom's like, what? And she's sitting there so confidently. 
And of course, we don't have Wi-Fi because we're in the middle of nowhere. Which, like, fun fact, if you're driving from Canada to Disneyland, prepare for a lot of cornfields. Um, yeah, so that was one of my top tiers. And every time I hear Nana Bubara, I have to tell people the story about the fact that she thought Nana Bubara was for Africa. Oh, that's the best thing ever. That's fucking hilarious. Um, but with our other dog guy, Casey, um, I, over the years, have a very, like, Dairy Queen strawberry sundaes have become PTSD. PTSD. So, every time something went wrong, strawberry sundae. How did I find out that my dog was dead? I got into the truck at, like, I think it would have had to have been, like, 9 o'clock because Dairy Queen was still open. Mm-hmm. And the truck, Deco's, has to turn him in. Like, it was turning my bit in bus, a bustle day from Collarball. We're driving over and he goes, do you have Dairy Queen? Because I hadn't eaten in, like, a long time. I'm like, yeah, it'd be great. He goes, do it a Sunday? I'm like, yeah, sounds great. He goes, here. You want caramel, chocolate, uh, Casey died this morning, or strawberry? And I was like, I'm sorry? <laughs> I thought my dog was dead through an option of Dairy Queen Sundays. Um, yeah, it's approach to advising us about animals that passed away after us being away is hilariously parallel. Oh my god, and then Buffy died? And he, he brought home strawberry Sundays. Nana died? brought home a strawberry sundae very true our dad died i knew he was gonna die like i had a feeling he was gonna die okay. i had a strawberry sundae in the freezer just in case yep just as an emergency emergency strawberry sundae now every time i see one and i've told people at work please because people are like do you want to like we'll go get like dairy queen strawberry sundae like i can't and they're like why and i'm like are you gonna tell me i'm fired and they're like what no it's just a nice thing no every time shitty news is coming um so parallel and this is just like ironic ways to tell your child that a pet has passed away so i had a cat her name was toots i named her so i got her from the spca because oh wait i'm gonna digress for like two seconds because there's a reason why i got this cat and everyone's gonna laugh so there was um a lady who lived three doors down from where i grew up in the house that i grew up in for the first like 12 years of my life and um, she was one of the original people who had been on that neighborhood. And her family had sold off parcels of land so people could build houses. So she had a chicken coop. And um, with chicken come mice. So one day I'm I'm sitting in the dining room and I look up and I see this like mouse running up a curtain. And I'm like, mom, there's, there's a mouse. She's like, oh my God, where? Don't let it in. I'm like, well, it's in the house. It's climbing up the curtains. She's screaming and freaking out. She calls her dad. And he's like, oh, with the landline that was attached to the wall. And she goes, with a cord. And he goes, hand the phone to Sarah. Hands the phone. He goes, congratulations, honey. You're getting the cat that you've always wanted. And um, at this point, we already had a dog. The dog was terrified of the mice. So she was not helping with the situation. And they take, um, so our mom took me to the SPCA. And we adopted a cat. And they were like, here's this cat. It's two years old. Um, you can give it like home and stuff like that. So this, this cat was like my best friend. Like we went everywhere together. I loved my dog just as much. But like she would sleep with me. She's a little baby. She's nice puppy and just lovely. And um, I went, my, our Nana, one of them, 
used to have this whole thing where she would be like, when you turn 10 years old, you get a Hawaii. I'm thinking when it was affordable because it's definitely not affordable to go there now. But um, so I went with our sister who's a little bit younger than me, my parents, my Nana. We have Hawaii, do-do-do-do. Obviously, we have animals. So our other Nana and Grandpa came over and we're watching our pets. Well, this cat, everybody loved her, including our grandparents, who fucking hated cats, loved Mike. Well, unfortunately, she got really sick and she had to get put down. So now we loop back to when we came back. <laughs> we were dropping our Nana off, the one who took us to Hawaii, in, um, to her house. And I went to go get cheese whiz out of her fridge because I was hungry and I was going to put it on toast. And I opened up the fridge and the clearance was obnoxiously small. And my feet are large, as I just stated. And I opened up the door and I crushed my big toe. And I flipped my nail and I'm crying and I'm bleeding. So I'm crying and I'm bleeding. Nana's running around like a chicken with her head cut off. I'm going to go get the stuff to help me. And her dad comes over, he's comforting me and he goes, well, I know this really hurts, but unfortunately, there's something else you have to cry about. Nan and Grandpa Gobel had to put your cat down. Nan and Grandpa had to put your cat down when we were in Hawaii. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, so naturally I cried more. And then we're sitting there, just to add on a random tidbit, though. The vet's like, we thought the cat was six years old when she was passing away, so we were very confused. And our Nana told me that the vet looks at them very confused and said, oh, why are you upset? This cat's really old. And they're like, well, it's only like six, seven years old. Like, our granddaughter loves this cat. He's like, man, this, this cat is probably about 19 years old. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? So fun fact, if you rescue an animal, you may or may not know their actual fucking age. Talking about random pet deaths. <laughs> Um, this episode got very morbid. I know, but I feel like this is really fun. So when I was, um, I'm also labeled the black cat at work because I know when people are going to That's great, I'm sure, but, 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 um, when I was one and a half, well, when I was a baby, my best friend was our dog. Yes. Tasha, who was older. She was my baby. Um, we would watch Teletubbies together. This dog protected anybody that wasn't in the family, but to me... I could pull her ears. I was a very small child. I would not do that now, obviously. It's because when we got her, I w they got her, like, literally, I, w I think I was four months old. And they got the dog. So I was one and a half years old. I'm, like, walking around. And I look at the little piece of glass. And I look out. And Tasha goes up to the doorstep and lays down. And I looked at her and I went, Hello, puppy. And you're pointing at a duck. Duck. And I was like, what? Because I'd seen her kind of falling around. I'm like, she looks messed up. And I was talking to her mom. And then you were like, no, look. And I turned around. I'm like, um, mom? So yeah, I'm like, I think the dog just... She's like, you've got to be kidding me. Naturally, she burst out crying. I was confused as fuck. Also, the fact that I was one and a half just chilling, looking out, going... Tama. Yeah, but that was that was like top tier. As I was just like, oh my god, right. random tidbits about our life. Also, that has just taught us now that death is just 
it's 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 just part of life as well. I went to Disneyland. Wow, flex! I didn't get to go till I was sixteen. Well, I got to go after her grandpa died. I didn't have a grandpa to die. Yeah, that is very true. Um, our mom's dad had passed away. Fuck it, let's just go camping. And they told me we were going camping in America, and I was like, sweet. I don't know anybody were in California. I don't know how the fuck you can live there. It's like Satan's asshole. It is the baddest fucking place. Um, I'm sorry, you can't say anything. I went to Rio, Reno, Las Vegas. It was a hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit. Hey, the funny thing is, is um, when Ben talks about his family camping for Disneyland, his literal burned in memory of the worst place to ever go camping is Redding, California. <laughs> we went and we couldn't even sleep. It was so hot and so sweaty. It's so hot. It was so hot. Uh, put it this way. It was so hot during the day that we went to the pool that was at the campsite and it was like bath water. So we went and saw Free Willy because the movie theater was air conditioned. Um, also, when I was in Reno, we like we were camping there. I went to the showers. I had a shower. By the time I walked 20 feet back to the trailer, I was dry. Like my hair was dry. I was like, were you nude? <laughs> Book it down. No, I was like my hair was dry and it was very poofy. And very poofy. Poofy. Oh, the piff. Um, but yeah, so we camped all the way down. So there was a couple like I I would say they're fun memories. Some people might be like, You have a really fucked up version of fun. Um, I discovered pistachios. <laughs> I loved them. They were delicious. Um but again, I was eight years old, so I didn't understand, like, you know, portion control of things that you may like. And um, our parents were in the front of our black Jimmy. And I don't think they realized that I ate probably a pound and a half pistachios. But they sure as hell realized when I said that my stomach hurt and I had to get out of the car. And I puked like a fire hose. And it was just like green pistachio. And her jealous. And he goes, pistachios, did you eat? I'm like. A bag and a half. He's like, oh, you want? So just to let everybody know, um, pistachios were actually cheap at that time. They weren't as ridiculous as they were now. But anyways, we ventured all the way down. I, I con- chronically did this thing where I was like, I have to pee. And then I fall asleep. I have to pee. Then I fall asleep. I have to pee. Then I fall asleep. And I remember waking up one of the times and I looked up and this will tell you the year that I was going in, basically. We were driving in and I looked up and it said Anaheim, California. And the sign had the genie from Aladdin in it because Aladdin had recently come out. Wait, is that where Disneyland is? And it didn't say Disneyland on the sign, but it showed the genie. And we're going to Disneyland. I was like, oh my God. I was so excited. Um, But I have never felt more like I can. I've literally been in a major car accident and never been like this out of it. I went on the teacups with dad. He whipped those fucking teacups so fast. First off, I, I I thought mom, I think mom's hat blew off her head. No, that was on the Dumbo ride. But um, he whipped the fucking teacups so fast. I couldn't even see straight when I got off. They now have like limits. Well, they have limits and they, they're totally different. They're not the same ones. They're like a time order of the size. Oh yeah, my ass barely fit in there. And then I couldn't go fast because Ben was like, I may bark. I've had too much sun. Get out of the teacup. I want to spin. I went with dad. Oh, yeah. But that's the funny thing is they like governors on it. But like literally, like I couldn't 
walk. Like I was so delirious, but I remember like how much fun that was. Or like when I went on, when I want to, what are they, Space Mountain? Preface eight years old on Space Mountain. I, I reached the height limit. It is a roller coaster, which is in the dark. And um, I was like whipping all the way through. Dad's like, oh, she's loving it. Like I wasn't screaming or crying. He could feel my arms going up and down like, woo type of thing we stopped and he looks over my eyes my mouth is wide open and we stopped and he said you could probably count out loud to like 10 and then I went and looked at him and he's like are you okay and I'm like I do it again he's like yeah and that's where my love of roller coasters came from so my first roller coaster I went on was California Screaming which is now the Incredibles ride the Incredicoaster Incredicoaster so I had never been on a roller coaster, and then our dad was an adrenaline junkie. He was like, "Why don't we go on California Screaming?" <laughs> this ties into why I'm such a people pleaser. Because I was like, "Yeah, sure, it sounds great." I went on. Um, I was sitting beside our sister, and our dad was behind because then he could stretch out his knee. We went on. Our sister screamed the entire time. Oh, that one stops too when you hang upside down for a bit. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed learning about some of our childhood memories. Just our random little like not random. Tidbitties? Our tidbits. Our- Going from like summer rainstorms right. to campfires to Keston. We have we have tons of stuff like this. So if you like these stories, please let us know. We can always do more episodes. I mean, not all of them will involve death like this one, but, but- you know. We're we're a little we're a little quirky. Anyways, we should let you go for the day. Continue your work, cleaning your house. Go to bed, bitch. Listening to sales calls that are going to bore the shit out of you. <laughs> we know who you are. You know who you are. Um, And always stay warped and twisted as ever. Peace out. <laughs>